0: Shout out to Alan Snell, LVsportsbiz.com. Kind enough to drop in and join us today. What is happening, my man? TC, I,
1: um, usually I just get hungry when I
0: come down here. <laughs> but now we got some serious news to bite into. We do, but before we get into that, okay, yes, yes, I I have I have a terrible Tuesday leftover here. Okay, that we need we need to get to here. And so the NFL schedule is, you know, comes out tomorrow. But they, they come out in little dribs and drabs. Exactly. a little teaser stuff. There's some leakage, yeah. yeah. But they wanted to make sure that they, they gave us uh, this one, okay, Numbchuck? They wanted to give us this today, all right? So the NFL has made a, an announcement that we've got, and for me, I'm calling this, this is more bad news. It's more, this is terrible Tuesday stuff, all right? The NFL schedule will be officially re- released tomorrow, but today, what do we get? This breaking news? We're having the very first Black Friday game. The Black Friday game. What the heck does this mean? Well, you know what Black Friday is, right? It's the Friday after Thanksgiving. And we are going to get football. It's Miami against the Jets. So now Aaron Rodgers gets uh, another, I guess, semi-primetime game. Even though this will be 12 p.m. here on the West Coast, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. It'll be the first ever Black Friday game, and what cracks me up is when they release this, they go, it's historic! A historic Black Friday. How is this historic? Please put this in perspective, Alan Snell, in the annals of history, how having a game on a Friday afternoon, because it's this pseudo holiday, okay? And I say pseudo holiday, because it's a pseudo holiday, which means it's phony, all right? Let's go shopping. Let's get everyone to go spend money and drop prices, even though half the places don't drop their prices. Friday, November 24th, 12 noon, Miami and the Jets, historic news, and it's going to be on Amazon. Oh yes, here's the what the Vice President of Programming for Amazon says. We're excited to be the home of the first ever NFL Black Friday game and what better way to kick off this tradition than with a rivalry matchup. <laughs> rivalry matchup. Is it is it Packers Bears, Packers Vikings, is it, you know, you know, Raiders Chiefs? No, it's Dolphins and the Jets. One of the biggest shopping days of the year. We're thrilled to offer another way to delight Amazon customers and give all the fans free access to this AFC East showdown.
1: Well, I got to tell you, if we're going to talk about history, I'm going to compare a movie to what the NFL is doing. And that is, when I was a little kid, the first scary movie was The Blob, which basically (laughs) went around and gobbled everything up. (laughs) And the NFL's... NFL, the NFL's TV schedule basically is going around and just gobbling up every single date on the calendar. Yeah. First they did Christmas, which went, meant they were going head to head with the uh, NBA. Mm-hmm. Usually Christmas is the NBA's day to shine. Now we got this Black Friday rhetoric and Black Friday. That Friday usually, you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, TC. But it's usually a big college football, high school football kind of. It day. is.
0: It is Just usually three, four games. Yeah, some really yeah. good. Cool SC, rivalry, kind SEC. It uh, used to be LSU and Arkansas, Texas. Texas Remember A&M? Nebraska, color, uh, Nebraska, Colorado yes. was a great game. Even Nebraska, Oklahoma back in the yeah, day. They yeah, they would play. On that so time. now
1: the NFL blob of the TV schedule mm-hmm. is eating like up you. even Black Friday and taking away attention, eyeballs from you know these great college football games. So. I don't know, but I'm not quite sure how the Blob movie ended. I'm trying to. I was so. it was the first <laughs> horror movie I watched as a little kid, and I'm. I think I, I don't think it was like Jaws, where the guy shot a, like a torpedo into the <laughs> shark or something.
0: But it was a shark it was, that was actually <laughs> a mechanical shark. I mean, how did not, how, how did the, the, they go? Bing! How come it didn't do that?
1: Yeah, I mean they could have taken care of it like early on in the movie, I guess.
0: <laughs> Yeah, other holiday games that were leaked out. All right, ready for this? All right, so we got a Christmas game, and that's going to be the Giants in Philadelphia. So, and, and I, of course, lo- I like the Christmas games. Of course, we like the Thanksgiving games, and then we have a New Year's Eve game with the Bengals and the Chiefs. Well, that'll be a great game. That that has actually
1: become a pretty fierce little rivalry in the AFC. Yeah, yeah. So that that's that's how, uh, that's definitely a high mark. How do you game. feel about Amazon games? I don't I'm not into them Exactly They had an absolute Horror show of games Last year The Thursday nights Of course Good lord They put people to sleep Week after week And it just You know
0: And I gotta tell you a lot of people didn't even know where to find the game, TC. Tell me about it. I know it, it was horrible. Remember when they announced that the sports books were going crazy? They're going like, well, we're not sure we're going to be able to offer this. And, and
1: if the sports books can't even offer, can you imagine like Joe NFL fan? That's like trying point. to figure right. out like, like where is this Amazon on my uh, cable sh- you know, box?
0: Well, Alan, I am just, I am really afraid. Uh, of this nfl sunday ticket situation because the reason why i got direct tv back in the late 90s was specifically for that so you could watch the out-of-market games exactly And now exactly. you're taking that away and you're putting that on youtube tv it's not an easy fix to go from amazon to a regular channel and flip back and forth the youtube you know any any of the smart tv I get type they're of chasing, stuff I, they're it's, chasing it's the,
1: they're chasing the billion dollar revenue you it, know it's it's a
0: joke though yeah I mean they weren't doing well enough with direct TV for all these years and now uh it, it's not a cheap package that YouTube is offering here I I think this is really going to be a nightmare right. for but sports it, books and everybody.
1: We have to acknowledge the fact that the Black Friday though was not a surprise per se. We we all knew Black Friday was coming down the pipe. It was just um it was interesting to hear it was kind of funny to hear the the hype and the uh the promotion and the goofy uh yeah the goofy way they
0: <laughs> you know they, they tried to kind of Pimp out the game Yeah Oh yeah Make it larger larger line And let's be honest This really has the makings Of, of being a dud of the game too There's no guarantee That Miami or the Jets Are going to be any good Look at the team
1: last year That was everyone's expectation The Denver Broncos They were on In fact if I recall okay. TC They were on one of, one of those Dud games on Thursday night Yeah Where it was like One of those you know Six to three games Or whatever And mm. you know you're right. You just never know what a team will pan out. I mean, you do have flex, I guess, some in some parts of the schedule. But the Broncos last year were, you know, because of the Wilson acquisition, was on prime time every single yep. week. It was like
0: enough already. And look at the Jets right now.
1: I mean, the, the Jets are getting well, a lot no, of prime time games. Yeah, it's the same thing. You know, the same thing same, obviously, yep. with Aaron, I mean, that's a big yep. deal. So they're the uh they're the
0: um, the hot. The hot team. Mm -hmm. All right. uh, Let's talk about the hot uh, item here locally. Yes, sir. We just had Alan on just last week uh, regarding this. uh, The A's ballpark has taken another turn here where the A's have come to an agreement with Bally's. All right. They agree on a deal yesterday uh, to purchase the land there at uh, Tropicana Las Vegas Boulevard, home of the Tropicana Hotel and Casino, uh, one of the last uh, old-school joints. Uh, around here alan we sat here last week and we were talking about the deal with station casinos in the old wild west property uh on that piece of land you know purchasing those what 49 acres and then all of a sudden we're here oh no that's scrap now now it's all about Bally's. now we're going to blow up the tropicana so take me back here what happened what happened to the station casinos deal
1: Uh, Well, i got to tell you, you're dealing with two of the most unconventional entities. First of all, the Oakland Athletics. They are the most unconventional franchise in baseball. And then it's Las Vegas where anything goes. And you combine the two, and somehow you had a – obviously the Athletics were reading the tea leaves, and that the $500 million ask in public money because of that site was probably not floating over too well and guess what they found out a chance to save some money and they went to the like you mentioned the corner of Tropicana and Las Vegas Boulevard it is one of the busiest intersections in our market anyone who's been down there knows how what what a what a mess it could be on uh in the early evening on entertainment. And that's nights. Without
0: construction. Look how it's been the last couple of months with construction.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And they they chose the site because now they can reduce the funding ask from five hundred million to three hundred and ninety-five million. I just got off the phone with Jeremy Aguero, who's a consultant for the Oakland Athletics. I asked him, I said, Jeremy, point blank, what is the minimum amount that Clark County will be asked to fund through bonds? The min. This is the minimum. I have. A, I, I. bet it's going to be more than this. But he said they're going to have to float at least 100 million dollars in bonds, out of the 395 million dollar you know funding package. That intersection is. I got to tell you, TC. I don't know if you heard about this. This. This was kind of out there before. This is not a surprise. This. You know the the, the concept of the athletics going and using the Tropicana Hotel site at that intersection has been kind of floated before. And when it was, most people didn't take it seriously because who would put a 32,000-seat stadium at one of the busiest intersections in Las Vegas in a market that let's be polite here is a little challenge when it comes to mass transit transportation mm-hmm. options. I'm trying to be polite now. Yeah. And accurate though. And, you know, again, you know, um, Jeremy Aguero said that if you read the story, the story leads LVsportsBiz.com right now. You should log on, check out the story. He did say, you know, all the right things about how they're going to pursue multimodal transportation resources like pedestrian bridges and, I mean, let's face it. They're going to have to use basically the existing parking garages in that area. I mean, the the Golden Knights, as you know, they draw 18,000 people. Mm. We're talking about 30,000 people now. So you're going to have to cram another 12,000 people in there. I will say this, TC, you know. At the at the while it's kind of funny we call it the old ballpark site for all of like two or three weeks. Yeah. You know, the old site. It was like, you know, a couple of weeks. Yeah. But they uh they according to Aguero, he had mentioned that he thought just slightly than thirty percent of the fans would be visitors. The one thing I will say about this site, you will see a higher percentage of tourists oh, big time. at at this particular site, but will it be at the expense of the locals who will just you know like like you just mentioned who are already having nightmares about the idea of
0: attending a game at one of the busiest intersections on the strip you mentioned this is going to reduce the public funding 500 million was was talked about with the station casinos deal on the other side of trop in i15 now this what we're hearing is 395 million correct okay so how does How does that come into play? And is this is there still a public funding issue here because locals have been screaming about this ever since they this was announced. So is this still an issue? Yes, it is. And
1: the legislative bill that is being shaped right now in Carson City is still being shaped, and there's still negotiations going on. And in fact, I got to tell you, Aguero told me that there's obviously no guarantee that there will even be a bill done, you know, within the next 27 days or whenever the, uh, the session ends, uh, in early June. And point blank, I said, are we going to get a special session? And he said, could be. So this could be going into overtime, TC. Mm-hmm. The, uh, funding ask is definitely still an issue, maybe less, but still an issue for sure. Clark County. Is the fiscal agent on this deal? They will be asked to float the bonds to sell the bonds. As you know, you know we did have the COVID situation where Clark County, not once but twice, did have to dip into the contingency fees fund Mm -hmm. to pay off the debt on the Raider Stadium Mm bonds. So, you know, they they have that in the back of their mind. And here's the Athletics just parachuting into Las Vegas saying. Hey, you know, can you float at least another hundred million dollars worth of bonds? So, you know, this is
0: definitely. And answer to your question: It's a hard yes. Yeah. You mentioned this was one of the original things we talked about two years ago about that land. Okay, it was the Tropicana they were talking about going there, or where the Rio is. Those were the two things, the two sites. And then we the Rio has others. been discussed
1: yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah
0: for sure, yeah. and also the festival sites on Sahara, Ex- and, and that was another yeah. so. All right, so now we get to Bally's, and they are going to construct a what a fifteen hundred seat hotel and casino across the street from the park. So where exactly is is that going? To I don't be? know.
1: I uh, I have I have calls into Bally's. I have not received any feedback from them.
0: And what will the property be called? As far as not the park, but just the hotel casino—is that going to be Bally's, or you know, we just went from Bally's to the Horseshoe, right? What are we going to you, call? You this? need a scorecard just to keep yeah, up with yeah. this
1: stuff. I'm confused. Um, mm-hmm. We don't know. They ha- they haven't uh, they haven't talked about the branding of the new hotel. Or do they
0: do they you know stay with some heritage here and call it the Tropicana again, or maybe a variation using the word Tropicana? I think it was just confusing to people. Trying to keep up
1: with the wild, wild west side, which is on Tropicana, which is the road, to now the Tropicana site, which is the hotel. Right. You know, and I mean I just say it's the intersection. To make it to make it simple for people to understand. I mean, in fact, there's the new hotel right behind it, in fact. Uh, Right. You know, that's gonna benefit, Mm -hmm. you know, that would but again, you know, this is not a done deal. You know, there's legislation that still needs to be actually proposed and voted on so um you know it's i there's part of me is just kind of it's almost comical to think of (laughs) a baseball park at that intersection and but then again you almost have to suspend reality when when you think about what goes on in the strip because i'm used to conventional planning principles done for ballparks and stadiums around the country and They don't apply to the strip, TC. I mean, it's crazy because, you know, the strip, I call it the Vatican of gambling, where it kind of exists as a state within a state Mm -hmm. where even Clark County's conventional planning principles, they don't even apply. I mean, nothing against the Raider Stadium, but let's face it, they caught a big break by having only 2,500, you know, surface parking spaces At a stadium for sixty two thousand seats, right? You know, I mean, I mean, granted, they, they they're relying on a lot of people parking on the strip and walking across uh, the interstate on Hacienda. I get that, uh, and the same kind of concepts going on. I, I do want to address a few things in the story. You know, Jeremy had mentioned that. Well, it's not uncommon to have sports venues kind of jammed into like downtown areas, and he mentioned the baseball field in San Diego that you know very yep. well, right? Yep. That's But keep in mind, you remember when it was built? There was not much was there. That's the thing. And the ballpark was actually used as an economic development spur Mm -hmm. to really develop that part of San Diego. Another neighborhood ballpark, Wrigley Field. Mm -hmm. Neighborhood ballpark, it's – I mean, this ballpark goes back decades and decades and decades. I mean, if there's one place that probably doesn't need an economic redevelopment jolt per se, it's probably Las Vegas Boulevard <laughs> yeah. in Tropicana.
0: Well, let me say that about about the, those points because I was going to bring that up. Okay. When when Petco Park uh, was built, and then San Francisco with the Giants, built, right? Okay, which is
1: those- which the San Francisco Giant Stadium is built on a small footprint site, exactly about 14 acres. But keep in mind that is bounded by a lot of transit public. Resources right. built into that's it. what I was
0: gonna say. So remember going way back in the day, okay, when they started building these stadiums, they were usually in the suburbs, okay, in the rural, well, rural like parts, the riverfront right? stadiums of the all day, all of that, okay. Yeah. And then you go back to Detroit and the Pontiac Silver Dome, they were dome multi, they multi-use, yeah. off the but, interstate, but they yeah. and they were in. Basically, in when, you know, Sacramento did the exact same thing with Arco Arena and that sort of thing. Then they started to go, okay, let's get this more to the mainstream. Let's get it to downtown. The reason why they did the outskirts, because they thought it'd be easier for traffic flow for the suburban and, right,
1: population. Popu-
0: right. And then they started building restaurants, uh, and hotels and housing around those those places. Then, I don't know, about 10, 15 years ago, the uh, avant-garde thing was to do, Hey, let's do this, this downtown, you know, ballparks. But like you said, in those cities that have downtown ballparks, they were usually warehouse districts. They were the land was cheaper. The land was cheaper, but there was nothing around there. And it was, it was a dump and they would take Chorus Field in Denver the, is a great example. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then they built up around that. This is the total opposite. Like you said, you're going right in the middle of the hub here already. (laughs) So that's what's, what's, what's strange with all that. So. And
1: like I mentioned, um, I thought there was a, 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 there's a, in fact, I used uh, Jeremy's quote as the headline that. Yeah, we're going to ha- infrastructure will definitely be needed. It was like, um, yes, sir.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alan Snell joins us at com. Go to his website and read his latest article just published uh, within the hour or so. The latest on the A's ballpark taking a different turn. Curveball here as uh, the A's and Bally's come to an agreement on a deal of the land of uh, the Tropicana in Las Vegas Boulevard, currently where the Tropicana Hotel is. Uh. So, Alan, it, it's been a while since we've had an implosion. <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna have an implosion I know we, uh, the last one was the Riv I remember the Riv
1: you know um they're always fun you know and, and you know talk about implosions one of the great implosions and this is a connection to a ballpark you're talking about in Seattle they imploded oh. and here's a great, oh, the great here's a great trivia a yeah. question what is the only ballpark to open in the middle of a season it was the Seattle Mariners at the time, I think it was called Safeco... Uh, Safe, Safeco Field, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah. they demolished the old kingdom yeah. in the middle of the season, right. and they opened yeah. that stadium, the ballpark for the Mariners. I was working at the Post-Intelligencer at the time in downtown Seattle, interviewed the very first fan who went through the turnstile at the uh, the old cool. Mariners Safeco Field, yeah. and um
0: Implosions are always fun to, I mean, they're,
1: they're kind of like events. By <laughs> let's themselves. go cover an
0: implosion tonight. <laughs> We're we doing now? Hey, let's go check out the implosion. Yeah. We talked earlier in the show about, uh, I remember the Riv, uh, right when I first, well, moved, let me ask yeah. you, TC, I mean, if let's say, let's say in the event there is
1: a baseball game at the earliest 2027. Mm-hmm. So we have a little, we have a little time to plan our transportation route. Yeah. Like four or five years. But what would be your transportation? Technique to get down to a Baseball game at Tropicana And Las Vegas Boulevard
0: Getting dropped off just doing the just, ride share yeah doing do, ride share. Do, doing the ride share whether it's somebody i know or doing the ride share i mean that would have to be it i'll be honest with you where would I've, you be dropped yeah. off i mean would you be dropped off like a block or two away as where close or? as i can possibly okay. get i want to walk as as with, with, less with a, as possible
1: with with minimum traffic around yeah yeah but like you said where
0: is that i mean it's, <laughs> you, there's not many options there's not really any side streets that you can really do that at you know you know it, it's it's going to be difficult and like i said there's wow there has to be plenty of infrastructure planning that has to go around this. In again, what they think about Alan, as you know, they look at that. Hey, what's it going to look like from the blimp, the overhead view? <laughs> it's going to look gorgeous, right? But then look at if you expand the blimp view, you've got bumper to bumper traffic exactly for miles. So
1: that's interesting. Crazy.
0: I love the aerials of the strip. You
1: have this yeah. amazing Hollywood set on steroids view. Of this amazing three mile corridor, and then you go on the back streets and you see some of the stuff on Coval or Dean Martin. Yeah. Right? I mean, it gets it kind of drops off quickly.
0: Well, let me ask you this, and I, I know you probably don't have the answer, but uh, it'd be interesting to find out. Um, when would the Tropicana's doors close, and yeah, you know, when would that demolishment happen? Yeah, that would that would be. You know that 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 would be definitely. And how are you feeling if you are a Tropicana employee right now?
1: That's tough. That's mm-hmm. tough. I mean, I mean, there is always, I guess, you know, other other companies in town to you know grab onto. Yeah, yeah. The um, but
0: do we have any idea? I mean, how long this will before they 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 shut the doors? I would, I would think, once it becomes official, of
1: course. Right, but, yeah. right. I mean, the they want to break they want to break ground on this in twenty twenty four. They're following a very ambitious yeah. timeline. I mean, they need f- this bill to be passed and approved this year because, from what I understand, Dave Gab- Cavill told me he wants MLB approval by the end by the fall of 2023 mm-hmm. in order to have the groundbreaking on that site at 2024. I would imagine it would be you know, the place would be you can keep the place open for another year or two. You we know, I mean, couldn't you while while there's construction. <laughs>
0: I you mean, could, but you, you but, could, but yeah. But the, yeah. the the
1: thing is, though, if you if you're gonna demolish it to make way for this for the ballpark. You know, it could be, you know, it could be it for Tropicana next
0: year, I guess. And have we right? seen any renderings? It
1: would be, it would be shortly after the yeah. the groundbreaking. So
0: have we seen any renderings on
1: I how it would fit or which way home plate would be or what you'd be facing? You know, it's really interesting. Yeah. You, you had, uh, you know, you have this interesting connection to the Tampa Bay sports market oh. and they are struggling with a baseball park situation mm. and they actually were looking at building at one time a baseball park, um, at I believe they were going to be at the – believe it or not, the soccer team plays, the Rowdies play in the old spring training home right on the waterfront in St. Petersburg. They were going to demolish that and build a small wedge in, a small uh, baseball park there. And here's – and to your point about like the direction of home plate, they actually had like home plate – kind of like um uh, burned into short ride field <laughs> at the at the spring training ballpark there uh on the waterfront in uh, in St Petersburg so i mean that's that in itself would be kind of interesting i mean just you know for the layout of that but again i've have not seen any renderings you'd think the athletics would have like a really pretty picture of this ballpark you know wedged in there among the yeah. uh um of the behemoth buildings there you know i mean and it would be you know it would be great for pr and get the hype going yeah. obviously nothing really gets off the ground un- until the sausage is made in uh, Carson City.
0: The sausage is made. There's a food <laughs> reference. There it is, Meat Hook. I appreciate that. <laughs> he is Alan Snell. Go check out his website. Support his website as well too at lvsportsbiz.com. It is uh, the best to find out uh, what is happening in our to see. What's your prediction for here? tonight? Golden Knights versus Edmonton. What's your call? Edmonton gets it done tonight. I just got. But you think end, maybe in overtime or a regular session. Nah, I, I think it could. They're going to take Edmonton's like a take five, business. like a five, two win. I'm thinking like a five, two win or maybe a four, one win or something okay. like that. I think. But again, don't talk to me because I'm horrible at predicting hockey. It is, it is the most unpredictable thing. I'm fine in every other sport, but man, look at the uh, Florida Panthers.
1: They have I the maple
0: Leafs on the ropes. Yeah, on the ropes. I mean, talk about sausage. They're cooked. <laughs> the Panthers are cooked. All right, brother. I appreciate you uh, coming by today, man. It's always, oh, always, always great, great to stuff. swing by, man. All right. We'll see you uh, everywhere. All right, from uh, um, the T-Mobile Arena for the Golden Knights, the Aces, right around the corner. We look forward to seeing you. Media Day. Don't forget, Aces Media Day. You got it.